Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. Columbus in town tomorrow night. Former Blue Jacket turned TV analyst Jody Shelley will join us. New dad Anthony Mantha stops by to talk with Ben and your chance to win a night in a suite for a game in October and sit with Tom Wilson and Nick Backstrom. We'll tell you how. Good morning, everybody. It is Friday, October 7th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7, presented by Clear, the faster way. In a Capital One arena, the Capitals will return to practice this morning in Boston, preparing for the final preseason game of the fall against Columbus. That coming up tomorrow night. It's not expected that T.J. Oshie is going to be available for the game against the Blue Jackets, out day-to-day with an upper body injury after a hit he took on Wednesday against Detroit. Making matters worse, Dmitry Orlov is also listed as day-to-day with a lower body injury But his status, according to head coach Peter Laviolette, sounded a little more optimistic about his chances to play this weekend. More to come on both, perhaps later this morning at MedStar Capitals Iceplex. Anthony Mantha has officially joined the list of Caps dads. His fiancée, Caitlin, gave birth to the couple's first child on Tuesday afternoon. Naomi May Mantha checked in at 7 pounds, 15 ounces. Yesterday after practice, Anthony caught up with Ben to talk about it. We'll lead you off the bat first off. Congratulations from the Capitals Radio Network. What have sort of the past 24, 48 hours been like? First timer over here. Yeah, it's been awesome. I mean, what a blessing, obviously. Uh, everyone's healthy. That's the main thing. Babies, you just get attached to them so quick, right? So uh, it's just been awesome. And obviously, we're kind of learning a couple new tricks from the nurses right now, still at the hospital. And uh, my, my fiance is going to come home. Uh, either today or tomorrow. So, well, from your teammates here, there's no shortage of dads, no shortage of little ones in this room. Oh no, that's for sure. I guess it's uh, it's the air you breathe over here. You just want to have kids, and uh, for us personally, I mean, it's we've been together for a while, and we we were kind of ready. So, obviously, having more dads and kids around, uh, it's gonna be awesome, and just show with them and do a couple events. See if it translates into dad strength on the ice. But that said, how much you looking for? Forward to. This is a big year for you. You're healthy. You're feeling good. Everyone's feeling good in training camp, but you yourself, I know this has been uh, an opportunity you're looking forward to to get back at it this season. Oh, for sure. I mean, uh, my goal this year is to play all the games. Uh, it's been a hard last couple seasons, but I'd love to just have the full season and obviously uh, have a big impact with this team. I want to ask you, you've played with Ovechkin and Kuznetsov before, and we'll see how it shakes out this year to start the year without Tom Wilson in the lineup. What goes into playing with them and being a successful linemate, whether it's yourself, other guys get a turn, what, what goes into playing with those two specifically? 
I mean, you just need to get open, you know. Uh, with Kuzi, he's going to find you anywhere. You know he's more going to shoot the puck, so uh, they're they're kind of a easy players to play with if you think about it. You, you just need to get open and uh, work hard, uh, get those pucks back, and the magic's going to happen in the Ozone. Following up on Ovechkin, the chase for 800, I know there's team goals in this room, and he's not going to score 21 goals on opening night, but how much of a carrot is that for, for the guys collectively to be a part of that, to, to witness it, and, and to have that as the season goes along? Well, I mean, every year he's catching uh, new records, so I think it's obviously a big one for him, but it, it's going to happen. It's a matter of time, you know. So everyone's going to be pretty much playing the way they're, they're normally playing, and if they can be an extra help on uh, an extra OV goal, well, it's just a positive, and everyone's super excited for him to get there. I'll leave you with this. Every fall, every training camp, everyone feels good. There's optimism in the room. What gives you the confidence that this team that has not had the ultimate team success in a few years can potentially realize that and that you do have the pieces in place here? I mean, the new additions obviously bring a, a lot of depth and power to our team, and uh, I think the chemistry has been really good throughout camp, so obviously everyone's excited to start going, and I think it's just a positive room right now. I think, obviously, the season itself always goes pretty well. You know, the, the goal is to make the playoffs, and once you're in playoffs, anything can happen. So uh, that's our goal, and um, after that, once the playoffs start, well, our motivation is obviously the end goal, and uh, the experience is here. I think the talent is here, the depth is here. Uh, we have all the pieces right now. Congratulations on uh, an eventful week, and good luck with the start of the season here, Anthony. Thank you. Thank you. All right, thanks, Ben, and congrats again to Anthony and Caitlin, and welcome to the world, Naomi May Mantha. Joining us this morning for what we'll call a combo platter of our team preview segments, along with a scouting report for tomorrow's game, I caught up last weekend with Jody Shelley, the former Blue Jacket turned TV analyst for Bally Sports Ohio. We discussed the Johnny Goudreau signing and what it did to the Columbus hockey market the depth of the youth hockey programs in Central Ohio and the need for better goaltending as Columbus tries to climb the Metropolitan Division ladder. Well, Jody, thanks for joining us. Obviously, the big splash of the summer in all the NHL, Johnny Gaudreau, who could have gone anywhere, New Jersey guy. Everybody thought he was going to the East Coast, and at the last minute, the Columbus Blue Jackets, where he picks. How much did that signing change this market to say, you know what, this is a hockey destination because the best free agent out there said, I want to go to Columbus. Well, you know, we are on the way to the East Coast here in Columbus, Ohio, as you know. Uh, you know, it was a huge shot in the arm for the Blue Jackets. You know, the dialogue was a little bit uh, magnified when Panarin and those guys left, uh, Bobrovsky, and a couple years ago. And that was kind of the, we didn't believe that around here. You know, the players that are here and the players that come to Columbus and, and get to be in the organization, there's a lot that want to stay. We have 14 local alumni here now from five different countries that live in the, choose to live here when they retire. You know, Johnny Goodrow, just, am I going to say that I saw that coming? Or if anyone says they, they did, they'd be lying because 115 points you would think obviously philly and new jersey and those teams on the east coast exactly a little closer to home but i got a lot of respect for him came in he knew eric robinson they grew up together in new jersey south jersey robinson's a forward for the blue jackets for the past three years good branson his teammate from last year had just signed here and he called him and said specifically i want to be in columbus like that sounds like a good place to be 
And uh, he came in, and, and the Blue Jackets made him the offer, and he came here. So the buzz was from that moment in July until now, it's been off the charts. I mean, this team and you guys in Washington, have that you guys have success in playoffs. You guys always have the spotlight on you. But it's been on the Blue Jackets all offseason. Expectations have risen, which is a good thing. But now let's see what's going on with this team. You know, that's that's where we're at. So, But to answer your question specifically, it's been a, a monumental summer for the Blue Jackets. Just to, to say, wow, what's, what's with this Columbus Blue Jackets team and this market? Kind of to that end a little bit in talking about not just this place as a place to live and raise your family, but as a hockey town. I mean, there are a number of guys on this roster now. Carson Meyer got a goal against the Capitals on Saturday night. He's from Powell, a little bit out northwest of here. You've got Jack Roslovic. You've got Sean Corrali comes here. Guys who grew up around here, went to college, like at Miami and other places around here who stay here, come back. Corrali came here after being in Boston. This is a really good hockey area now. It's amazing. And you know, I mean, the whole NHL is doing a great job of promoting youth hockey and, and learn to play hockey in all the markets. And, and Columbus, when the Blue Jackets came here, you know, it was a small hockey market. But these kids have grown up in the system. We've had players, uh, we've had coaches' sons play. Todd Richards' son just played the other night for the Blue Jackets. He played in the minor hockey system. So it's all part of the, the growth of having an NHL team in, in your market. So it's a small town. But it's a, a big city that does a lot. It has a huge impact in the U.S. And this hockey market is exploding. So like every market, we need more sheets of ice. The kids that are playing now, it's incredible. But it all has to do with the Blue Jackets and their approach to growing hockey here in Columbus. Let's talk about this season and how much better the Jackets are as opposed to maybe a season ago. Well, outside the playoff picture, you bring in Johnny Hockey. Obviously, that changes things. But the rest of the roster, goaltending may need to improve a little bit. Elvis is the guy here. Elvis Merzlikens played against the Capitals on Saturday night. Maybe a little bit more out of him this year than we saw. Goals against was a little over three last year. It's, uh, it's, it's a different time for the Blue Jackets with... The way they're playing, their defense last year, you had four of the six who had played under 100 games in the National Hockey League. Andrew Peak, who's paired with Zach Wierenski. It was really his first year in the National Hockey League. Raw, light. Boquist was a 21-year-old defenseman from Chicago they picked up. A light player with offensive capabilities. And when you play against a team like Washington, you know, you really notice that with your big forwards and your big pounding D and the way that uh, the Caps attack. So I think this year... They're going to be improved. To talk about the goaltending, I agree. Elvis needs to be a little better. He would say that himself. But the defensive zone, the way they gave up goals, the way they played, it was a huge topic of conversation at the end of the season, at the year-end final media scrums. And then, you know, the way the defense now is a little bit older. They've improved with Gabranson. You've got size on every pair with Gabranson, Gavrikov, and then Peak. Uh, so that's a good thing to, to start the season with. And that'll help the goaltending. But I would agree. You know, Tarasov is a goaltender. I think the goalie of the future. He had a hip surgery last year. He's a guy we saw briefly. He could be the next big one in this league. And Corpusalo is a guy who struggled last year to find his game. And he's a guy who's proven who could be a number one. So a lot of questions there. But we'll see where this goes in that. It's gonna. I think that's going to be one of the fascinating dialogues of the season. A couple of offensive young kids on this team. Kirill Marchenko we saw in the game on Saturday night. Very excited to see what he can do here, I'm sure. And Ken Johnson coming out of the University of Michigan. There's at least some feeling that that next generation is kind of coming here. And you're starting to see what happened in New Jersey. The Rangers did it too. Starting to see some of those kids come to the fore here. You know what? It's interesting. You go from a playoff team four or five years in a row 
with a good veteran core. And then the, the conversation is their uh, prospect pool is light. Well, quickly in two seasons, it's gotten there's a logjam for a couple spots in this roster, and and you know it shook out a little bit in camp, but now that you know you're getting closer to the regular season, the regular season's starting, you're seeing kind of the cream of the crop rise. But it, it makes it interesting because you know guys in the roster like Chinikov who played last year, how much time is he going to get this year? He comes in looking for a job. Danforth's a player that comes in who impacted early in camp. Carson Meyer, the local kid. These are guys that are coming here to make the team and. They have good problems here in Columbus, tough decisions to make, and I think it's going to take at least the first couple months of the regular season to see where these guys fit in. Well, Jody, we appreciate you stopping by here and talking a little bit on Caps this morning, talking about what's going to be in Columbus. Look forward to getting back here in January. Thanks, my friend. All right, buddy. Good to have you back in town. Thanks, John. That's Jody Shelley from Valley Sports Ohio with the Jackets in tomorrow at 7 o'clock. Both teams concluding their respective preseasons at 7th and F this weekend with one another. Before we leave you this morning, how would you like to watch a Caps game with Nick Backstrom, Tom Wilson, and Elliot Siegel from DC 101? Here's your chance to win that very thing. It's the So Kids Can Sweet Meet and Greet Sweepstakes. The fundraiser offers the opportunity for the winner to receive 12 sweet tickets to the Saturday, October 15th game against Montreal and watch a period of the game with Backstrom, a period of the game with Wilson, and a period of the game with with Elliot in the morning. To participate, visit SoKidsCan.org. No purchase necessary to enter or win the sweepstakes, but all funds raised will go to Charities Aid Foundation America, who then will donate to MSE Foundation and So Kids Can to support the Homeless Children's Playtime Project. Now, you can purchase 20 entries for $20, 75 entries for $50, $125 for $75, and so on. There's also a limited number of autographed pucks you can buy for each $100 entry. The purchaser will receive a puck signed by either Backstrom, Martin Ferravari, or Tom Wilson. Again, the website, SoKidsCan.org, and your chance, maybe, to sit in the suite for the Caps game on October 15th against Montreal, you and 11 of your friends and maybe Tom Wilson, Nick Backstrom, and Elliot in the morning from DC 101. Airtime tomorrow for the Caps and the Jackets is at 7 o'clock on both Caps Radio 24-7 and 106.7 The Fan. The game on 106.7 will be on as soon as the Virginia Tech football game ends. That's a 3.30 kick for the Hokies tomorrow. Coming up on the show on Monday, Alan May from NBC Sports Washington will be here to help us get ready for the regular season. And we're going to have a lot to talk about next week. Leading up to Wednesday nights and go time, the regular season opener against the Boston Bruins. In the meantime, have a great weekend, everybody. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Cap! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com. Or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.